Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. This special episode is an excerpt from a podcast I did with Andy Rouse on the Deep Share podcast. Andy's a great dude. He's been on the show before. We talked about Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey a few weeks ago. So I went on his show to talk about all things Star Wars, talking about the Jedi, about samurai, about all kinds of different things and elements of Star Wars in our world. So um, listen to this excerpt. If you, if you like what you hear, go ahead and check out his podcast feed for the full episode. I'll put links in the show notes for you to go check him out. Like I said, great dude. I'm sure I'll be talking to him more in the future. Um, we love talking about Game of Thrones and stuff like that. So who knows? Maybe we'll talk about that kind of stuff in the future in addition to Star Wars. So we'll see what happens. But for Conspiracy Kyle, may the force be with you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate. David's blissed out. Octopus, baby, come on! There is rebellion in the wind. It will not crush. Everything I've said is true. It's real. Welcome back to the Deep Share. Tonight I've got with me Conspiracy Kyle. Kyle, how you doing, man? I am doing great. Thank you for having me on. This is a it's a, it's a great time. I had you on my show a few weeks ago. Here we are on yours. Let's let's get to it. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad to have you. And as soon as we started talking before on your show, I was like, dude, we're pinging off each other all the time with all the same themes and stuff. So I really wanted my audience to get to know you a little bit, you know, so give us a little background about how, how you got into podcasting and, and where you got into, I mean, we all know that you probably were a Star Wars fan from childhood, of course, <laughs> but how did it kind of uh, interplay with your, uh, your more adult brain coming into all these conspiracy theories and stuff, you know, that kind sure. of Sure. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So yeah, of course, you know, I've been into Star Wars since I was, you know, in, in middle school, which was, you know, far after the original movies came out, right. You know, mid nineties kind of got them on, on VHS. I think back here in my display, I have some of the VHS copies of star Wars back here. Um, nice. But you know, it's, it's one of those things that's always stuck with me. You know, I think as you're a kid and kind of grow up, like you have a lot of different things that you're into, right. And, you know, a lot of them kind of fade away over time. Like, you know, before, before star Wars, I was really into like, you know, Ninja turtles or like, you know, Pokemon or something like that. But then look, when star Wars came around, like, just something about it just just grabbed me and you know and we've talked before about you know the whole joseph campbell aspect the hero's journey like some there's stuff that's so um instantly recognizable to you when you see star wars even though you've never seen it before about just this journey that a hero goes on in trials and tribulations he faces and this and that so from a kid that was always something re really great um and then you know when i was a teenager you know the prequel movies came out right so i actually you know got to go opening day to all those prequel movies you know as, as a teenager you know which which was really cool and you know a lot of people kind of talk shit about it at the time you know and you kind of I, I kind of got into that a little bit too a little bit of that that prequel <laughs> hate what, what have you but you know I really in, enjoyed the movies and then you know I would say late 2019 I started really I don't even know what really spawned it I just started looking into other types of conspiracies and things like that and started listening to to podcasts and watching videos and this and that and really getting my mind wrapped around the fact that a lot of stuff that I've learned in the past is probably false um, and a lot of the things they told me were false are true 
you know, so he kind of you flips flips things on it on its head, mm-hmm. and it's a it's it's a hard and I think a lot of people have these kind of stories. It's a hard realization when you when you come to that, especially like deep seated things you've always believed your whole life. Like one big thing for me was, you know, I grew up in a very very conservative, you know, Christian religious um, background and family, and in, in my mind, Christianity and religion was always inexplicably mixed with. Um, Republicans, right, or being a conservative, right? So mm. whoever that candidate is, that's the person you support. You go to the voting booth, you you click down that right side, and you're done. You did your civic duty, and hopefully the bad guys didn't win, and your good guys won, right? So that's the mentality you have, and then come to realize, well, huh, I used to think George W. Bush was a great guy, terrible dude, terrible family, helped the Nazis, you know, 9-11, all that kind of, all that kind of stuff, you know, terrible, terrible things, you know, secret societies, Yale, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, holy crap. And that was a hard, that was a hard pill to swallow. That, that, that one specifically was like, man, I was grown. I, I grew up tell, that I was supposed to trust this guy. He was the president. We, we, we love him. He was Republican. It was like, no, no, that was all a show. And that was all a facade. And then when, after I kind of had that realization from a political aspect, I kind of started thinking about Star Wars and specifically the prequels. And I'm thinking like, holy crap a lot of the stuff that happens in our world about, you know, manufactured events meant to cause certain reactions and salute, right? Problem reaction solution. Mm-hmm. That stuff that happens in our world, George Lucas was talking about this in star Wars, just in, in a different way. Um, but you know, when, when I saw those movies and as a teenager, it's like, Hey, lightsabers, space battles. <laughs> yeah. This is great fun. You know, I think I posted a meme about this. It was like, you know, me as a kid loving all the space battles. And then like me as a kid realizing, understanding the, deep, the politics yeah, yeah understanding the <laughs> politics and it's like oh my god like this is so it's so deep and um so it, it, it it's kind of like if you think about like those pixar movies that kind of can hit you on a different level right like kids can watch like a disney pixar movie and just kind of yeah. get a base level but adults they kind of hide some like really inappropriate humor and stuff in there um uh, that you're like whoa yeah. okay i i get that but my kids not so that's kind of how i how i felt and then that mid 2020 i'm like you know what I think there's some some meat on the bones here where I can start trying to join and kind of create some parallels between Star Wars and you know events in our world and from a variety of of conspiracies because um, you know for me you know I always learn best when I'm given you know uh, metaphors and um, examples and things like right like real life examples um, of of how things work and how things relate so. If I can give a, a scene or you know a, a concept from Star Wars and and then kind of dive that into a conspiracy, I I, I feel like that kind of helps guide some people from you know a, a base level understanding of the conspiracies to kind of understanding it in kind of a you know entertainment type fashion and then saying hey well that's very similar to to what's going on here like hey Palpatine helped had all these people help him out and then he killed him off in the end well that's the same as what Hitler's SS did to the brown shirts before World War II that were causing all the chaos. So like, there's a lot of really great uh, parallels in there. And, 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 it, and it makes it, I don't know if fun is necessarily the right word, but it, it, uh, it makes it, you know, palatable. Because, palatable. palatable I think probably, that's a better term because you know? some of this stuff isn't really like fun when you're talking about like, you know, mass murders and, and conspiracies and stuff that have affected millions no. of people's lives. And you know, it, it's not, it's not making it into a fun way. It's making it, like you said, a, a palatable way for 
for people to get from step A, B, C to the next step. So, so, and I've been doing it for the past year or so, and I'm, I'm really loving, I'm really loving doing it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love your podcast and I love all this information because I'm a huge star Wars fan and I always, as you know, was a fan of Joseph Campbell and the connections there to the deeper stuff. And, and I just love that you're putting it all out there for people. Cause like you said, this entertainment idea, a bunch of people are, are kind of embracing that in the podcasting world now. And I, I want to do the same, like trying to add more of an entertainment aspect to it, because it's not just to say that, you know, people are, are dumb and they just want to be entertained. Like, I think that's, sometimes what people take from from that idea but what more of it is is that like our souls want to be entered like we're here to enjoy ourselves and if we can you know i think with star wars correct me if i'm wrong not only does it parallel a lot of the crazy shit and maybe the scary shit that's going on in our world but could it not be you know a little bit of hope you know, I mean, looking at the the uh, the outcome of the mm-hmm. first movie and the third, well, should I say the fourth episode, the, <laughs> the sixth, you know, it seems like not just Star Wars, but the good guys seem to overcome in all of these supposed predictive programming movies and everything. So far, right. I don't know, what, what do you think? Like, do you think... George Lucas was in there to, to help us out, you know, or something like that. Yeah. You know, I kind of take that two ways from, from that angle. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think, and especially at that time in the seventies, um, a lot of other movies that have come out around that time were very influenced by our involvement in, in Vietnam. Right. Cause you know, mm. early mid seventies, we just gotten out of that war. So, I mean, you see stuff like uh, apocalypse now, um, other stuff like like The Godfather, uh, Taxi Driver, like all these really really great movies, by the way, but but really dark, oh, yeah. you know, dark Deer movies. Hunter. Deer Hunter, yeah, oh, very deep, very very power. <laughs> I mean, very powerful powerful movies, but it's um, it, it's not a they're not fun they're not fun to watch. You know, it, it's like it's a it's a grind to get through some of those, but um, you know, they were done for a purpose. But mm. he he looked around and saw there wasn't really much good like children's programming you know like like good good natured stuff for kids to listen to and to get a a hopeful feeling about the future so to your point about about hope you know it was so dismal because the the world vietnam war you know just like you know you can make parallels to afghanistan what was the point you know in the end i think a lot of people got so disillusioned with that and you saw that reflective in the in the media of the time so he wanted to come out with something very very new but also very familiar and have a great message of hope. So yeah. So on the one side, I will say yes. He he wanted to show that evil can be defeated um, mm-hmm. in a certain way. Now, the counter to that, I will say, is that, and you you kind of look back through history when you talk about the concept of like rebellions and things to that effect. Um, you know, which is which is effectively what's happening in Star Wars. It's you know a small faction rebelling against the government, and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> there's been some great you know memes of like. You know, Luke Skywalker was radicalized and blew up the government's, you know, space yeah. station, right? Like it's those it, videos it, on YouTube. <laughs> did you see those years back where they were? It was uh, like, oh, those were awesome. There was like a bunch of stormtroopers. Like, dude, I heard it was an inside job. Like, it's crazy <laughs> shit, <laughs> right? So, so it's like you know, from the government perspective, it's like a terrorist attack. But like the 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 idea of rebellion, like I I, I don't think it always works out 
as well as it does in the movies, right? Like the movies give us that those good feels, but more often than not, I think um, rebellions. And I think you kind of see this. Have, have you, were you into like like the Hunger Games novels or like the Hunger Games movies? Not as much as I probably will be now because it's probably just all symbolism and I want to look into it again. <laughs> I'm rewatching everything. That's like my new hashtag. Rewatch yes. everything. <laughs> yes, because it, there's there's something in there. Or like you're gonna be like, oh my god, I can't believe I like this because it's telling me da 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 da. So right, but yeah. like with, with with the Hunger Games, I think it's a good example of this rebellion think on bad is you know it's it's total totalitarian government and at the end like quote unquote the good guys win. But now they're kind of more or less the same thing as the government they took over, right? So uh, yeah. I, I think I think you know in the real world, it, when a rebellion becomes successful, does it does it just become the government that it replaced? Because you have to do so many terrible things to overthrow government, you know, yeah. like really terrible things. You have to become and, them, right? You in like you see some good glimpses of that in the in that rogue one movie that came out a few years ago which you know essentially kind of a yeah. prequel to the to a new hope where there was this rebel spy and he was you know getting information from informants and this and that and like he this rebel informant flat out killed a guy that was helping them because he had to get away you know and it's like you know you have to do all these terrible things so in the end do you become that thing that you're you're taking away so i can kind of see it i can kind of see it both ways i prefer but i prefer to look at it the the first way that um, an, an idea for, for, for hope that um, good things do happen in, in the end. And I also even look at it right now, I think there's good things happening now. It's just, you know, where are you, um, what are you looking at? What, where your focus is, you know, a great yeah. quote from, from Qui-Gon Jinn, you know, this is a great quote. I actually just read through some of these, the prequel novels the other day. He says, you know, your focus determines your reality. So Absolutely. if you're constantly focused on, Oh, the COVID and the vaccine, all this stuff, you know, you will just wake up every day with dread, you know, about the world. And, and I'll be honest, like I've gotten caught into that the past few weeks. And, sure, you know, yeah. and, and I noticed and you made a great post the other day, like, you're like, I don't really want to talk about some of this stuff on the podcast or this stuff, just because like, it, it is what it is. You know, why, why mire yourself any more in it than you need to be? Sure, um, yeah. and, and, and there's other things to focus on. So well, I would say, um, yeah, and just to clarify for the listeners too, like when I said that that I I absolutely don't want to talk about COVID and the vaccine, what I more meant was headline chasing. Like shit, we complain about the media all the time, and no offense to any of our brethren and sisters out there podcasting at all, because we're all covering a lot of this shit. I get it. So just like a collective exhaustive ug is what I'm yeah. doing here. Is just like let's stop doing what they want us to do like we see the walls kind of closing in here we see this happening we see it getting worse over there blah 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 blah, blah. i think it's time to turn that shit off that I, I don't know i don't know man maybe maybe that's what they want us to do i don't know i'm a little confused at this moment in time you know because yeah. it, it seems like uh it's just best to focus on your immediate surroundings and reality it seems proven time and time again that that really is the key. You know what I right. mean? Right. It's, and one thing I'll, and, and one kind of, you know, thing I'll talk about, you know, Star Wars related uh, along those lines is, and we'll probably get into this later on, kind of going through some of the prequel totalitarian stuff. But one, yeah. one, inter one interesting element about that is, you know, in these prequel movies, the, the Jedi who are supposed to be like these monk like 
uh, beings that are supposed to be looking inward and, and focus, in, well, not focusing on themselves, but, but focusing on the bigger picture of, of what's going on and, and understanding how we're, how they're tied to nature and how, how things are going and how things are supposed to be going. That was what they were supposed to be doing, but they were sent out into the battlefield instead. Mm. And so, so their reality was, was war and nonstop conflict and fighting. And they lost that inner strength and inner peace. And essentially, you know, that was a, a rift that kind of helped to tear the galaxy apart. So, so no, no different than what's going on today is if we're, if we're dragged down by these, we're, we're abandoning some of our, 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 our core missions. Wow, you made me think of something I never really thought of before, because for the longest time, I've always thought of Jedi as like samurai, you know, the perfect parallel to samurai. But what I never really thought of was this idea that, you know, they really aren't, they shouldn't be there to fight. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but they are. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, because war is just embedded into that beautiful spiritual wisdom. Yes. They just turn it towards that violent negative. It's Yeah. And, you know, read, I actually, like I said, I, I was reading through the, like, they, they released companion novels for each of the prequels. Yeah. And, you know, Star Wars, Star Wars is one franchise that I, I, that why I love it is because it wasn't based on a novel. You know, they kind of wrote the companion novels after the fact. But, like, um, when you think about things like, you know, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, all the stuff that I love, you kind of, you inevitably, when you're talking with people about it, it's like, well, in the book, it was this, in the book, it was, it's like, Okay, I yeah. get it. It's a different adaptation. <laughs> like, let's just talk about what, what it is. But um, it, I think with, with Star Wars, with the prequels, the books give so much extra context to what's going on. And in the, in, in the third one, Revenge of the Sith, the, uh, the guy that wrote it, I think he actually had like a martial arts background. So he actually got really in depth on each of the Jedi and their fighting style. And, you know, using different words and terminology that I don't really, I don't remember. But you know, they, they each focused on the force in their fighting in a different way. You know, Obi-Wan had such great vision of what was about to happen. And, and every, he saw so many things happening before they happened. So he was able to do it that way. Mace Windu, who we're just going to call him Samuel Jackson, because come on, he's just he's Samuel Jackson. That's right. he, uh, he, he, he basically tapped into a little bit of the dark side to be able to to fight evil. You know, and we like kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, right? right like to, yeah. to fight to fight evil, you kind of have to fight fire with fire to a to a certain right. extent. But you know, that kind of prompted me when you talk about the the samurai, how when they um when they got into these battles, they each had different different styles, right? Like like you would see in all the classic uh, you know, Kurosawa films about the different samurai and how they approach different situations. But yeah, you know, I think th they were meant to be like meditative, um meditative beings you know really really deep thinkers you know kind of thinking you're know, like your greek philosophers or, or what have you but they got you know conscripted into war and then you know war war is hell and war um change and never it never changes in any in any world it, 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 cha it changes everybody <laughs>